Why, hello. So I finished work early, and I have time between this exact time and the time I have to pick up Malcolm after his nap. And I decided instead of eating chips on the couch watching The Real Housewives of Orange County, I would sit here and share more of my life with you. I think I have like a brain tumor or something because this doesn't really add up. It's not, it's not like me. It's not like me at all, really, if you think about it. Hmm. I'm hungry, though. Okay, well, that's a show then. <laughs> okay, shut up. Okay, so I have two things to share with you. Number one, I'm a terrible person and a bad wife. Let me tell you why. Um, we have a deal in our house how it works is one of us puts the boy to bed, the other one cleans up the kitchen and does the dishes and, you know, just tidies up, generally speaking, right? Uh, I've been quite lax in that department for some time. Um, I don't really have a reason for it. There's no excuse. Uh, it's summertime. The living is easy. I just, uh, I'm just kind of a lazy, shitty person. And I don't know why anyone likes me. And Sarah said specifically the other night, I don't care if you don't clean the kitchen because I don't think you're going to, but can you please wash my portable travel coffee mug? And I said, okay. Now... I came to a crossroads that night. I could have either A, been a really good person, done my job like she does every night it's her turn and cleaned the kitchen and washed all the dishes and put everything away and made things presentable. Or B, I could have just washed the coffee cup. Now I chose C. And C didn't go well for me. C was uh, B extremely lazy and uh, just rinse the coffee cup out with hot water. Instead of, you know, all that work of grabbing a cloth and then pumping the soap so that the soap gets on the cloth and then heating up the tap water so it's warm enough to wash the cup and then, you know, washing the cup. Like, who's got time for all that? That's a lot. That is a tremendous amount of work for someone as fat and lazy as I am. So I opted to just rinse the cup out. And to be honest, not with particularly hot water. It was just, I turned the spout too hot and I turned it on, but you know, it takes like, I don't know, a few seconds, which I didn't have time for. Didn't have the time to wait for that water to heat up to rinse out the cup. So it was like lukewarm rinsage. So the next day, evening time, Sarah's like, did you, like I asked you to wash the cup, right? And I said, yeah, and she's like, I only requested that you wash the cup, right? And I was like, yeah. She's like, did you wash the cup? And I'm like, I don't like this line of questioning. And she said, did you wash the cup? Which is her mom way of saying, I'm not mad, but I just, I want an honest answer. And uh, apparently um, I chose to lie. I said, yeah, I washed it. She's like, come on, did you wash it? And I was like, I was like, okay, no, I didn't wash it. What? It's like, what the fuck do you want? What? I didn't wash it. I'm sorry. I'm a terrible person. And she's like, you couldn't wash one cup? Like, you couldn't? And I was like, no, I just... She's like, you're that lazy. And I said, yeah. She's like, my lip gloss was... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, shit. That was totally unintentional. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Let's <clears throat> just... <laughs> oh, no. Get this together here. Like, I just, sometimes I'm astounded at my own behavior. It's like every other day I'm a totally different person. Like the person sitting here in front of this computer right now can't believe how stupid and lazy that other person was. I think I have like multiple personality disorder or something. Or I'm just a lazy bitch. I, 
maybe both. Anyway, so that's just one example of the kind of person I am. Just, just the one, okay? All right. But I'm evolving in other ways, in other aspects of my life. Like, for example, I used to care what I looked like. I had concern about my physical appearance. Um, you can't change ugly, but, you know, you can dress ugly and you can't change, you know, slick back ponytails, but you can put gel in it, you know, for formal occasions. Now formal, informal, I don't give a shit. I mean, I'm looking for formal looking sweatpants. That's what I'm looking for. That's what my life consists of. So Sarah's brother getting married and what I'm going to wear to that should really be of some kind of concern to me, but I don't care. I'm old, I'm fat, I'm ugly, and I don't really give a shit what I look like. And you know what? I got to tell you, it suits me. I like it. I like not caring. No one looks at me. No one is looking at me, although I have to tell you, I am going to meet uh, a lot of Sarah's extended family who um, have never met me, but they know about me. And I just wish I was, you know, the lesbian of everyone's dreams. I wish I was shapely and really good looking. I wish I was a showstopper, you know, like a, I wish I was a little more Ellen. You know, I think she's adorable. She's really cute. She dresses like, well, like a 13 year old boy, but so do I, like a fat, like a chubby, like a basement. Anyway, what's the point here? I don't know. I always say, what's the point? Cause you know, I never know what the fuck I'm talking about half the time. And then I pause for a second and I'm like, what, what, what was I even talking about? Like what, what's the point of this? The point is I don't really give a shit what I look like anymore. And it's a goddamn blessing. Cause I wish I cared, but I don't. And no one's looking at me. So who fucking cares? Although I have concern about the bathing suit thing in Mexico. I don't have a bathing suit. I, the tankini has been suggested to me, but, uh, I, my legs, I don't think my upper thighs have seen the light of day since I was probably, oh, here's a terrible story from my youth. Okay. Uh, I think I was 12 the last time I wore a bathing suit to the beach. And here's what happened to me. You kind of hit an age when you're a girl, things start happening to your body. All of a sudden you have boobs. All of a sudden you have hips. All of a sudden you're kind of turning into a woman. Now I was the forgotten child. Do you think my mom ever took me aside and said, Hey, hmm, you seem to be developing breasts. Can we, let's go shopping. You know, like that, I always think about what white people families were like. Like my parents were right off the boat Italian. And I always wondered, like these cute little blonde girls with their wonderful parents and, you know, they'd go for spa days and they'd go on a trip to the mall and just go shopping. I think I wore the same clothes until I absolutely outgrew them and they just were not going to fucking fit. And it's not because my parents were poor. It's because nobody really thought about it. Like I was the boy in the drawer kid on my street. I was always dirty. Well, that hasn't really changed. I was always smelly. That's very similar to today as well. Anyway, forgotten child. It's like they forgot to tell me anything. Like they forgot to tell me the first day of school was the first day of school. They just got my sister to drop me off. And then I was thinking of this other story uh, before I forget about this bathing suit thing. Cause I'm going to get to that. Oh, I'll get to that. I'm still kind of mortified about that to this very day. Um, I was telling Sarah about this. We were talking about planters warts. It came up somehow and I can't remember how, but I, when I was a little girl, I think it was like five or six. Um, I had them. I had one on each foot. So I had to go to uh, the Health Sciences Center, which is like downtown-ish. Well, I don't really know. Anyway, from my house, it would have been a good 40-minute walk where I lived at the time. And uh, so for whatever reason, my mom didn't take me to the doctor to get my planter's warts burned off. My 
sister took me, the very, very useless one, not the one with the kid, the other one, the slut that's fucking the old man, that one. Yeah. Wait to hear this one. So instead of my mom taking me, she gives bus fare to my sister to take me for whatever reason. Let's assume she was working and she couldn't get out of it or whatever. Let's just assume the best of my mom. Fine. Whatever. And uh, so my sister, what does my sister do? She's a fucking cunt. So she pockets the money for the bus fare. We walk to the hospital. No problem. Uh, and that is another traumatic story. So we get there and they have to put this huge fucking needle in my foot to freeze it. And it hurts and it hurts. And it's like, my mom's not there and my sister's a bitch and she's barely even paying attention to me because she's a bitch. It's not her fault. And so he puts a big needle in each foot. I'm sobbing. And then he tells me, don't turn around. And I hear it. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And I turn around and he's holding a fucking blowtorch burning the planter's warts off my feet. Like he, he, he had a, he had a blowtorch on my foot. Yeah. That incited a little bit of panic. He's like, don't move. And I was like, oh my fucking God. Like, I remember this. I I don't, I must've been old enough to have memories. I must've been at least four or five then. Right. So he finishes up, burns the warts off and bandaged up my feet. Now all fucking summer for six weeks, I can't go in a pool. I can't get the bandages wet. I can't do anything. But you may be wondering, how did we get home? My sister pocketed the bus fare. We walked home. We walked home 40 minutes on my feet that had just been frozen and had the warts burned off of them. So my sister, how much could bus fare could, how much could it have fucking possibly been in like 1986? Like, I don't know, 40 cents for bus fare? Like maybe, and okay, I guess four ways. So what did she buy herself while I had to fucking walk home with giant holes in my feet. And yeah, they were a little bit frozen, but still that's tender. Like that's not, uh, that's not a nice fucking thing to do. Asshole. Like what does she possibly buy herself? Chips, a Slurpee? Like what do you, what do you get for $4 or whatever the fuck it is? Asshole. Okay, now back to the bathing suit story. So I'm 12. I had to ask my sister, my oldest sister to take me shopping for some kind of bra because I'm, I have boobs, they're bouncing around, it's kind of embarrassing, and you're 12, and you just want to not have boobs, because that's pretty young for a kid. Or maybe I was 11, I was in grade 6. Yeah, I think I was more 11 than 12. Anyway, I had to ask her to take me, and what we went, and she's trying to get me to buy these, like, training bras, right? But I'm a lesbian in training, and I don't want a training bra to train my boobs. I want a sports bra. But I made the mistake of not getting like a super spandexy sports bra. I got like a, almost like an undershirt with like a, um, like a thick elastic on the base. So there was like no real support there. Like what the fuck was the point? I don't know what I was thinking. And I got one bra, like one bra. What the fuck? You need like at least, at least three bras at any given time, minimum. Fucking like, I don't know. If I ever have a girl, which I hope to God I don't, because I am, I, I don't know. I, I wanted a girl so bad when I was pregnant with Malcolm. And then I got a boy and I was like, I only want boys. He's so easy to deal with. He's so adorable. I'm a little concerned about what's going to happen when he like starts, you know, becoming a young man, you know, of sorts. Um, well, we'll figure something out. I mean, I don't know. I'll figure that out when I get there. But what I am going to do is... Uh, make sure I don't have a couch that's fuckable because I've heard numerous stories from more than one person about a young man's first sexual encounter being the couch. And I really don't want anyone fucking my couch cushions. I don't ever want to lift the cushions out to vacuum under them. 
and have them be stuck together. I I can't deal with that. So what I will do is I'm going to wear a cowbell all around the house because God only knows. I need him to know I'm coming. You know, I want him to have a good two-minute warning time of when I'm coming. And hopefully I can I can convince him to, to keep that kind of activity in his room, say, as opposed to the living room. I have a really nice uh, leather lazy boy, and I don't really want him fucking that either. Okay, where was I? What was the point of this? See, what's the point? I don't know. I should have called this show What's the Point? Because I don't fucking remember anything ever. Okay, now bathing suit time. So n- nobody's really given me any kind of talk. I mean, I knew, of course, what a period was and the changes that were going to happen to my body because they talked about that in school. But it would have been nice if say somebody told me about pubic hair maintenance, you know, like I have two older sisters. Not one of them could say, Hey, you have to make sure when you put your bathing suit on that there aren't, you know, stragglers. Cause I was a little kid. Right. And I'm kind of Italian and a little kid's bathing suit can be kind of, you know, cut a little high and, uh, I'm at the beach and I am oblivious to this whole fucking thing. Uh, Yeah. So I'm at the beach, I'm laying there minding my own business and two, I don't know, boys around my age, maybe younger, walk by and then they walk by again and then they're staring at my crotch. And it's that exact second that I realized that there were stray pubes and they were looking at them. And I was, I looked down and I was absolutely fucking mortified. Like if I could have lit myself on fire, I think I would have. It was just so embarrassing And that's the last time I wore a bathing suit in public, I think. Yeah, no, actually, I'm fucking positive of that. So, yeah. And uh, my sister, who I was at the beach with, her response, uh, she laughed so hard she cried when I told her that those boys were laughing at my pubes. Okay, well. You're enjoying your day, everything's going your way, then along comes Debbie Downer. Always there to tell you about a new disease, a car accident or killer bees. We beg her to spare you, Debbie, please, but you can't stop Debbie Downer. Womp, womp. So we got Malcolm's allergy test results back, and there will be no baked egg challenge. None. Mm-mm. Not happening. We got his numbers back. And I looked everything up because I just talked to the receptionist or whatever at the allergy office. And, um, okay, so when you have an egg allergy, if you have, I don't know what the measurement system is. I think it said KU, but that means nothing to me. So basically, if you have, if your blood test results when mixed with the allergen, in this case egg, is higher than a 7, you are allergic. So Malcolm's number was 56 and a half. So, yeah, he's he's a little allergic. Uh, His results came back very high. So it's on a, like a one being you're not really that allergic to it and a six being you are extremely allergic to it. Uh, Malcolm is a five, so he's a real fucking allergic, which kind of tells me that when his eyes uh, got all swollen and crazy like that, he had some kind of egg exposure. Um, I'm, I'm kind of bummed about it, you know, like I'm, I was hoping we could expand our horizons and try new foods with him and maybe eat meatloaf that didn't taste like a fucking just a huge, thick brick of meat. You know, a little egg in there would be nice, but that's okay. That's okay. That's the price we've got to pay for awesome, and that's all right. Because other than that, he's a genius. He's a genius. He's a sweetheart. He's smart. He's funny. I love that kid so much. I hope I still like him when he's a teenager, but I doubt it. Uh, yeah. Okay, so there's that. It's okay. I had a morning period, and now it's just like, well, we just live our lives the same way that we did before, and 
It's actually helped us kind of not eat out all the time because I'm sure if we could eat at any restaurant anytime we wanted, we would do it at least twice a week and we don't have any fucking money for that. We have no fucking money for that. Thank God Sarah's parents are paying for us to go to Mexico. What a treat because we're never going to be able to do that again. Ever. Like ever. Ever. I'm going to enjoy it. Oh, I'm going to get so drunk. I can't fucking wait. Oh, it's going to be great. Okay, so, uh, whatever. Like the Facebook page if you want. You can find me on Facebook or Twitter. You can interact. I like interaction. You can send me an email at changeofaddress69 at gmail.com. You can leave an iTunes review. You can just, generally speaking, fuck off. You can go fuck a couch. How about that?
的。